In Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 19, Jesus says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What is it that we desire? What do we want? At the end of this world, everything we can see with our natural eye will be destroyed. If, therefore, your desire, the desire of your heart, is something that you can see with your natural eye, you already have lost. For it will be gone at the end of the time allotted by God for people on this earth. Those things that will not disappear are the treasure that we lay up in heaven. Doing the Word of God, making individual scriptures a part of our life by meditating upon it, that we will be able to do that scripture, keeping it before us day and night until it becomes so real that we actually do it. For example, the scripture, the instruction given in Philippians chapter 2, where Paul said, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, making yourself of no reputation. The whole goal of most people is making themselves of reputation. They either want to dress better than other people. They either want to cook better than other people. They want to make more money than other people, have a better car. One time my cleaning woman came to me and said, Don't you ever feel like you have to keep up with the Joneses? And I said, What? And she said, Don't you ever feel like you have to keep up with the Joneses? I stopped and thought about it. It was an extremely thought-provoking thought. And I said, no, I don't believe I do. It's that thing of you've got to drive a better car than they have. You've got to dress better than they do. You can't afford to say anything that would make them offended those things. Instead, my goal is to speak what God wants me to speak when I'm with another person. And my goal is to dress in a modest way. I don't want to dress in a fashionable way. I want to dress in a way that is modest, like Paul said to do, for women in the church to dress in a modest way. I once had a church woman say to me that she wanted to be 
a cheerleader because they had such appealing costumes. And I've thought about that a lot during the years that a church woman would want to dress as a cheerleader. I, I can't imagine such. Now she's born again, so she may not feel that way. But to show your body, to show yourself in a way that would attract other people in a lewd way. Another church woman told me that she knew that she looked better when her skirts were above her knees, and I just stared at her. I wouldn't even think of wanting to wear something that was above my knees. Recently, Pam Paget gave me a house dress, and I told her, I said, I like this house dress so much because it's long. It's almost to my ankles. I like dresses like that. Where's your treasure? What are you trying to do? I spent a great deal of time on that uh, Philippians passage where it says making yourself of no reputation. And I tried living by it for weeks and weeks and weeks, keeping it before me. And I'd start to say something, and if in any way it showed me to be something, I just didn't say it. Now, I talk a great deal about what God has done for me, but that's not me. That's what God has done, reflecting what God has done. That's the thing we should be talking about. So what is it we think about? Pleasing God, do we think about pleasing God, saying what God wants us to say? Or do we think about doing things to make ourselves look better to other people? Laying up treasure in heaven versus treasure on this earth. Now let's read this once more. Matthew chapter 6, start at verse 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. That would have to be doing scripture, doing the word of God, pleasing God, seeking God what to do, and pleasing God by doing it. What does it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what will a man give for his soul? There is nothing more important than doing the Word of God. Especially doing the Word of God by the Spirit of God. What does that mean? That means when the Holy Spirit brings it to your mind, He is showing you what God wants you to do, and that's when it's so terribly important. Doing it when the Holy Spirit shows you to do that. And in the same section of Scripture, 
In Matthew 6, Jesus says, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. How is it that we can take no thought for tomorrow, for our life? We take no thought for tomorrow by taking every concern about tomorrow to God in prayer, doing what Paul says to do, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which passeth all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Whatever it is that you perceive as a need, instead of going out and hunting it, pray. I did that recently. I needed a nightgown-type garment to wear in the summer. So I prayed. I didn't even mention it to Pam, with whom I share a house. And one day she came to me and said, I've been thinking about this. Here is a house dress that I no longer use. Would you like to have this? And it was just perfect. I have had shingles in the past, and I have to be real careful about that which touches my skin. There was a period of time I couldn't stand for materials to touch my skin. And things like sheets, I would have to buy silk ones because I couldn't stand for other fabrics to touch my skin. This was just perfect for me to use as a nightgown because it had some kind of material that didn't irritate my back and the places where those shingles have been. It's all so perfect when we pray. So if you have any kind of concern about tomorrow, the thing to do is pray. Lay it out before God. Because that's exactly right. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will then keep our hearts and minds through the Word of God, through Christ Jesus. That's Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. So we take no thought for our life because we take each thing that we're thinking about and pray over it. What are you thinking about? And pray over it. So in Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 25, Jesus exhorts us with these words. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them, Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one inch to your stature? 
And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We seek the kingdom of God, trying to live according to the word of God. What do you want me to do about this? Seeking God, seeking the kingdom of God. Before I was born again, I don't ever remember seeking God. But after I was born again, I wanted to know what God wanted me to do. I wanted to know about God. I wanted to know God's will for me. I wanted to please God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Without even consciously trying to go out and get all the things around me, it just happened. It was truly like a miracle. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough evil today without thinking of tomorrow, Jesus is saying. Instead, pray when you're concerned. Philippians 4, 6. Pick out a scripture and live by it. And then another one and live by it. One step at a time. Live that scripture. Keep it before your mind day and night so that you can do it. Make yourself of no reputation. You'll be surprised how many times you are doing something to make yourself of reputation when you start doing this scripture. And you will be really surprised how it changes you when you actually do it in your life. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.